0: Cats at Night. Now here's John Catsimatidis.
1: Welcome back to the John Catsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us, Ambassador John Bolton. He served as the President's National Security Advisor as well as the Ambassador to the UN. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Ambassador Bolton. Glad to be with you.
0: So, Ambassador Bolton, it's Richard Weinberg sir. I want to ask you about Iran. Are we doing anything to support the people in the street who are putting their lives on the line to fight that repressive regime?
1: Well, I don't think uh, it's anything other than kind of lukewarm uh, rhetoric from the administration. Uh, You know, this is something that uh, they've been called out on by by many Iranian-Americans who who have uh, approached it the same way you do. They want to know why we're not doing more to help these uh, brave people who are— who are really in a in a pre-revolutionary situation right now and i think the reason's pretty clear the administration is so desperate to go back into the iran nuclear deal that they don't want to do anything to upset the ayatollahs and, and the revolutionary guard and uh, really it's uh, it's it's quite remarkable given uh, everything else iran's doing as well like se- selling drones to the russians to use in the ukraine war really really kind of uh, pathetic performance
0: and, uh, and, and this- that yahoo I'm sure he's going to put his foot down with Washington. Is that going to have any effect on uh, what they do with Iran?
1: Well, you know, I think it should. And uh, there's nobody better than Bibi Netanyahu to understand the strategic threat that Iran poses really to Israel. It's an existential threat. It's a a huge threat to the Gulf Arab oil producing countries uh, who are closer aligned on this than they are with the United States. Uh, And I think I think they're you know, they're heading for a much more difficult uh, relationship over the Iran nuclear deal. Look, we ought to junk the deal. It was a bad deal when Obama entered into it. Uh, The Trump administration did the right thing in withdrawing from it. And it's just contrary to American interest even to think about going back into it.
0: It's also contrary to the United States Constitution, because that really should have been a treaty Mm -hmm. affirmed by the Senate. And it,
1: it wasn't. It Should have been. That's. I, I agree completely. It should have been. And uh, you know, the Senate's got to get tougher on the treaty ratification process. But, 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 a, an agreement that important, to the uh to the safety of the United States, really and its friends and allies, really, clearly a treaty, in my view.
0: Well, Ambassador, this is Rudy Washington, and I've always been confused about the part of what it is that they don't understand. Death to America. Death to Israel. Every Friday. Well, what part of that? Do we miss? I I don't get it.
1: It's it's a it's a good question and one that I can't answer. Maybe Joe Biden could answer it for us. But you know, if you look at what's happening in Iran today, the the protesters who are uh, still now nine weeks into protesting the killing of this young Kurdish woman by the Iranian morality police for just taking the headscarf off, um, they're cha- they're chanting death to the ayatollahs, death to Hamene. And there's a report out, and it's been carried by. Uh, the major news services that uh, the protesters today burned down the the original home of the Ayatollah Khomeini, the, the founder of the Islamic Republic. So these people are not looking for reform. They really are in a revolutionary mood here. And perfectly understandably, they don't want to be ruled uh, by authoritarian and military dictatorship.
0: And is this threat that they're going to start having mass executions of the protesters?
1: Well, it's a people it's a, it's a it's a it's an important point. People are there's been a lot of brutality already. There are some reports of up to 12000 people being arrested. Certainly many have been killed. Uh, there are reports of actual armed conflict now with with the demonstrators. Uh, but but the the regime really has not bared its fangs yet. And this could get a lot worse. And, you know, if we're if the if the regime thinks we're going to turn to blind eye, because we're so desperate to get back into the nuclear deal uh, I really hate to think what might happen
0: well where where do we go from here we talked about Iran we talked about Israel where do you want to go from here ambassador
1: well you know i think it's uh, it, it's important to keep our eye on what's happening with uh, uh, with the russians in ukraine you know we we went through a Uh, a period where we were very worried about this missile that exploded in Poland. It turned out it probably was an air defense missile from Ukraine uh, that went awry. But, you know, that wouldn't have happened if the Russians hadn't invaded Ukraine. And it really is an important demonstration that this war, if if it doesn't, uh, turn out uh, satisfactorily. If, if, if Russia is not defeated here, uh, it shows why the stability of Europe is really threatened by this kind of invasion. And what what America's real interest is. So it was a, it was a dangerous situation that we averted, uh, but I think it just underlines why we've got to uh, look very carefully at uh, at, at uh, how we support the Ukrainians, make sure they're getting what they need.
0: Uh, uh, Ambassador, what's the latest projection for Germany this winter? Uh, With energy,
1: well, you know, I've 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 now become a weather expert on Central Europe, and the the latest uh, reports are the 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 winter might actually be uh, unseasonably warm. So there's a benefit from global warming for you, but but if it's a warmer winter, obviously consumers will use less natural gas for home heating, and so the economic squeeze on Germany and uh, other European countries because of the lack of Russian natural gas might not be as bad as they projected but you really can't tell and i think i think putin's strategy now is he he doesn't see how he can win on the battlefield in ukraine so he's going to try and crack the, the nato alliance split the uh, opposition get some of the europeans to say let's turn the page and go back to business as usual and and that that's where his economic pressure really uh, could have an impact um
0: and what else would you like to tell? You know, we're going into a uh, weekend. It's a week before Thanksgiving. What else would you like to tell the American people?
1: Well, I think it's it's going to be important uh, in, in the next uh, year uh, now that Republicans have control of the House, that we look at some of these foreign policy problems we've had, the withdrawal from Afghanistan. What a catastrophe that was. I think we need more of a debate on these strategic issues. When, when we elected president in 2024, the American people deserve to know from these candidates where they stand on foreign policy. Uh, and having the, the House Foreign Affairs Committee, the House Armed Services Committee really gives uh, Congress a chance to go through some of these crises and some of the threats we face. Ukraine and Russia, we've talked about. China certainly needs a lot more coverage.
0: Well, they said uh, uh, when we had the Hungarian minister here a couple weeks ago, he says uh, Putin would not have had the courage to go into um, Ukraine if President Trump was still president. And we would have still, I guess, we wouldn't have had such a screw up in Afghanistan either. You agree?
1: Well, you know, uh, I I don't know. I mean, the Trump uh, plan to get out of Afghanistan was not, not that different from From Biden's, but these are all hypotheticals. You never, you never know if you're not if you're not in office. And I think uh, uh, the 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 real question here is is uh, is explaining to people why these were mistakes and what the consequences are for the United States. A lot of people say, "Look, it's far away. What do we care?" Well, we do care because we've got interest at stake as far away as Afghanistan to keep them from allowing a terrorist attack on the United States again like 9-11 in Ukraine because the stability of Europe's been important to us since 1945. So these are lessons that, you know, time goes by, people forget them, but they're worth reinforcing.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, Ambassador, and uh, have a great weekend, and uh, uh, we're going to take a break now and... uh... We'll see what else we have, we have to deal with today. Thank you so much, Ambassador. Glad to be with you. Thank you. Glad to be with
1: you. It's cats at night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.